3: Guys, it's episode 50 of Please Advise. I'm deep in the throes of summer. And I'm just loving my summer life right now. I had a fucking murderous 4th of July, also known as Christina Lopez's birthday, who, by the way, I just made loose plans with uh, to sing Don't Go Breaking My Heart with at karaoke. We're going to duet that shit. And I don't even like karaoke. But here's the thing. That's like kind of my go-to in the car when I don't know or like anywhere. Like today, I was just trying to kill time. So I started singing Don't Go Breaking My Heart. And I don't even know why. Like... It's not of my era. I don't have a relationship with that song. It's just I don't know a really fun song. <laughs> you know what I was thinking of today? What? The summer of Jaw Rule and Ashanti. Where were you?
4: I was a senior in high school.
3: Ed was telling me today that when he was – more more details though. He was giving a movie theater handjobs – and, like, driving around, like, going and hooking up with some guy in the Pacific Palisades. And we were talking about how when you, like, don't have a place to go hook up with was people. you driving just like hook and giving the hand job? Sure, probably. Oh I gosh. know, Ed. I mean, back in the day, we were just <laughs> reckless, drunk, driving everywhere, hand jobs. But, no, I don't think Ed, I don't think I would not Ed drank uh, <laughs> until he was 21. You know, we don't endorse that here. I'm just not going to lie about my past. Um, all right, so I'm going to do a little bit of a new seg Uh, It's called Stuff I Wrote in My Notes This Week When I Was Stoned. Um, This is an idea I had for a TV show. It's called Sick House, okay? And it's about – there's a premise pilot. And the woman (laughs) gets her best friend who has six kids addicted to drugs so she can – like she'll die of a drug overdose and then she can adopt their kids but the lady's sick in the head right she has munchausen syndrome so she convinces all the kids that they're like dying of cancer and shit but then she also has a sick house so it's like a sick house and you don't understand yeah. until the last line of the show there's like a detective car in front of the sick house you don't know it's a detective show till the last line where he says, man, those kids are really sick, but it's also a sick house. And then he flicks his cigarette at the camera. And then from every week, we're just trying to find out. Like, What's how the to song
4: get that things. plays at the end that's kind of the, yeah. Um, we're just
3: going to repurpose the, the commish. Like, we're going to rearrange the commish theme song. Okay. Uh, here's another thought I had. Has anyone ever masturbated while listening to this pod? That's another question I had. Oh, I, I don't think I would
4: want to know that.
3: I don't want to know it either, but I want people – uh, at home to know that i've thought of that and if they're doing it stop now. Um, oh, what's the weirdest background noise you've ever dealt with while masturbating? I want to know that from people too, right in. Oh, you guys, i'm recording the audiobook for the alcoholic bitch that ruined your life for Audible, which i'm so excited about cuz i'm such a fan of Audible. And also, like who wants to hear my audiobook read by some like old english man?
4: It just wouldn't work. My dog, J. Paul wagon stuff. I know. Paul J. wagon stuff. (laughs) Paul J. wagon stuff. Um,
3: Okay. Oh, and then I want to talk uh, about how Sean from The Bachelorette is super troubled. Like, I really think. You might have all just been speaking to Korean to to me just now because I have no idea who is. Okay. So Sean's the guy that looks like Ryan Gosling. And, like, he's definitely the front runner. He got the first impression rose from Caitlyn. But the thing with Sean is that, like, he doesn't get he's on The Bachelorette. And I think when this airs, it's going to be down to the final two. And I'm pretty confident the final two are Nick and Mm Sean. So we're dealing with Nick, who's like an emotional child slash weasel slash he looks like a late in bed or late in life bedwetter. That's what I call him. Or but he also looks like an. Elbow macaroni noodle. Like he's just like nothing. Like he's like not substantive. Substantive. He looks like an elbow macaroni noodle. <laughs> yeah, that's what he reminds me of. He reminds me of an elbow macaroni noodle, like a semi cooked <laughs> one. And he posted a picture of himself. Semi-cooked. Yeah. And then he posted a picture of himself on, um, Instagram, and he was topless with his junk hanging out of his pants, um, and he had lunchable ham nipples, uh, which is a term that I learned from my friends in Michigan. Lunchable ham nipples. Yeah. Big, big lunchable ham nipples. Ugh. Like, yeah. So gross. And they looked, like, thick. And, like, just, they were, like, weird. Like, they were just, like, gross nips, okay? And then, um... Oh, but I do think Sean's like emotionally disturbed too. Like I feel like he's hit a girl and also I really want to know.
4: That's like a dark accusation to just (laughs) lob at someone. (laughs) I
3: know. But like that's how I relate to people. Like I try to like, you know, think of something that they could have done that's really bad when I'm trying to identify what it is I don't like about them. Usually I'm like I feel like that person's taking advantage of a girl at a party. I feel like Nick's done that. But I feel like Sean's maybe hit a girl because he's really, like, emotional. And he doesn't understand he's on The Bachelorette. Caitlin's like, dude, I can't send all the other guys home. There's nine weeks left. He doesn't understand the basic premise of the show. It's a big problem. Uh, And then I don't know what I wrote this – what – we wrote this down yesterday together. But I wrote, what do you do when you see boobs?
4: What does that mean? (laughs) That was because we were talking about Jackson seeing – liking that. Orson. Oh, no, we, we were, were talking, talking about, about boobs. We were yeah. talking about
3: boobs, and I was like, oh, I guess when I see them, I'm just kind of like, I respect boobs, but, like, I don't know what to do with them. I don't know how to mentally negotiate that, so I just tune them out and just keep walking.
4: Right, and I said, that would be a good game. What do you do when you see blank? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, all right. I'm
3: going to write that down. You guys, send in some what do you do when you see blanks for us, and, uh, Yeah.
4: That's why you wrote it down. down, But then you left it as boobs.
3: Boobs. Okay, cool. You guys, so this is my new uh, super best friend is our guest today. His name's Todd Greenwald. Hi. Girl power.
1: I can talk now. Wait. Wait, Girl power.
3: I muzzled you. Girl power. Okay, so Todd and
4: I. uh, Wait a second. Wait
1: a second. Where did we leave it with the pizza? I ordered it already. (laughs) What? It's on its way. All right, but what do we get on it?
4: Oh, we got one pepperoni and one cheese. That Christina so, doesn't like pepperoni. That is so like, like
1: craft servers general order pizza. What did you no, want? I mean, I, we did say pepperoni. You want like bacon cheeseburger? Like t- somebody goes, I want uh, pepperoni pizza. I'm like, well, I mean, it's pizza 101.
3: I know. Do you like mush? What's mush? Mushroom. Oh, yes. I, I love pep and mush together. Yes.
1: Oh, let's go. Well, then we should we change have said that?
3: that? Christina, doesn't, Christina <laughs> doesn't like pep. I just learned this about her. What? She doesn't like pepperoni. Girl from
1: Brooklyn? Yep. Literally, I, I like will bare
3: fist an entire pepperoni right now. I will just eat a whole pepperoni log. Is that what they're called? It is now. A pepperoni I, log. I do.
1: I think, I think logs are four inches and smaller. Yeah. And then the regular pepperoni would be five or above. So I'll leave it between four and five, just whatever you want to call it.
3: That's cool pepperoni map dude. Um <laughs> so Todd. Yeah, yeah.
1: Do
3: Okay, so we met through our friend Alvines. Maybe
1: we love Alvines.
3: And Alvine Roman Empire. She Roman Empire is supposed to be here today, yeah. but she has the flu.
1: She she works hard, you Dude, know. I Alvina's on, a
3: hustler. She
1: is. I mean, on uh, Snapchat and Instagram, then she's in Orlando one day and she's in New York and she's like, "Yo, what's up? Let's have some lunch." Like, "Where are you? I'm like
3: here." She's repping the Jack Pack. #JackPack. Um, Alvina, Jackson. you know through.
1: Uh, Randy Jackson.
3: Randy Jackson originally. Yeah. Wait, uh, like I, I actually, I actually
4: American know. Idol? Randy Jackson? Yes. Or, yes.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. But now, actually, I met Alvina before when she was working for Hussein, and I was at CAA. Uh, shut and C- up. no, check it yeah. out. CAA like hooked me up. Like, oh hey, you want to meet the Hussein people? Loves Husay. Oh Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was out quick, and then we just kept talking because. Uh, yeah that's how that worked
3: Alvin's a little hustler. I believe she started working with Demi Lovato. Is that correct? Yeah, Joe Bros? The
1: told Jonas Empire was her uh I think her first main jump into the world in the world of showbiz
3: and Todd, you have a fascinating career. Most likely people <laughs> listening now would know you from. Wizards of Waverly Place, which yes, you created, but I also I think there's a lot of listeners out there who remember uh shows such as City Guys,
1: C I T Y. I love that show, and uh, that was you, guys. yes, yeah. Oh my I God. mean, no, I, I uh, I worked on it, and I, oh uh, I
3: still love that show, a little and I show called
0: it.
4: Hang Time. You I know love hang, that one, you know, yeah, uh, hang time? that was like all this yeah. Yeah. Hang hang time, time. yeah, there's a
1: whole Peter Engel world.
4: I loved it because I played basketball of in course. high school. So I mean, Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Did you hear of Saved by the Bell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. New I,
1: was, I was actually a production assistant on Saved by the Bell. I was gonna say, are you so are all of you your, your favorite? Ones? Uh, oh, the new class. I was a writer on, which I don't even like to talk about because that was, I'm sorry, but it was horrible. A lot, a lot, a lot of it was horrible. I've learned in the past, but the structure of a show is the same. So I learned a right. lot about how to produce a show and how a show gets done. But then what winds up on the screen is really all about what's on the page. And that was not exciting. I mean, it was good. Yeah. And
3: we're about to go out and become television moguls as oh. a team for just in a little in a little bit of a team moment. Yes.
1: yes. I'm, like, I'm excited about that.
3: Todd and I girl powered up. We did. Every day. Yes, we do. We GP it out. Yeah. And it's just really important to us. So it's pretty fun. Yeah,
1: love you're gonna, to, you're,
3: I love you're, Hollywood. I love to GP
4: it. You know. Like
1: Girl in, power, yes. baby. Hashtag GP number sign.
4: <laughs> as powerful females in the entertainment industry, you guys got to lean in, you know? I do. Yes, Todd. Are you leaning in? I'm
1: tucking it in so then I can lean <laughs> it in.
3: <laughs> that is real as hell. All right. Do you want to play a game we have here called Do You Fear That? Yeah. It's about basically all the things you can possibly fear.
1: Right. Or
3: just of some you might. And uh, we're going to learn about you so that when you're giving advice, you of understand psychologically where you're coming from.
1: Uh, okay. You think this is a good baseline? Yes. Right, I
4: cool. also just want to say, like, if you feel the need to expand on an answer, feel free.
1: You know, I'm excited that this is being recorded because I think a lot of time when I speak, I ramble and I have ADD. So I go off track so much when I speak. So I'm really concentrating. I was going to say, but... we
3: don't need to give that disclaim with Todd. I think. Uh, I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. But this is hey. thing, that's what I love about you. All right. Cool. It's very useful. You do that's you are very GP because you do have the fluidity in your speech well, of a woman
1: is that oh really and that's correct okay and that's why I you're feel
3: like you do have you.
1: kind
4: of like a woman's spirit maybe a little bit
1: <laughs> I have I, I was the guy that was friends with girls his nuts
4: off
3: <laughs> Jesus
1: Jeez, what did you say I wasn't I didn't listen I thought you were just making mushroom and pepperoni changes <laughs>
3: changes yeah that's my fear some that's little fear. uh yeah <laughs> changes little edits
1: right, well, I want to hear the, oh are you stopping are we not no, we're rolling. Rolling. I don't see the tapes rolling why are
3: you nervous you're freaking out Alright. am not do you freaking wanna... out yeah no Todd you're freaking Holy okay Jesus. ready just kidding I'm just kidding wanted to do you fear that bring it alright one deep space
1: in it or the, the thought of it
3: yes or no do you fear deep space period just no fire no food in countries you've never been to
1: yes the dark no well, no.
4: Todd's eyes are closed the entire time I he's wanna, answering
3: his questions. Your be I know, I love it. Unexpectedly seeing a naked adult.
1: <laughs> no. Clowns. No.
3: Sleeping alone. No. Getting caught talking to yourself in the car.
1: <laughs> it, uh, not anymore.
3: Do you ever do fake outs where you're like, oh, I'm on my phone? Like, do you ever like pretend you're on the phone when you catch yourself talking to yourself so that other people around you don't know you're insane?
1: No, I own it. You have to own it. You have to.
3: Oh, I I totally do fake outs. Do you? Yeah, especially if I like am talking to myself in my apartment and I realize that the girl next door to me might be able to hear me. I'll just go, all right, I'll talk to you later. Bye.
1: But you have to realize (laughs) that. That's not really working, <laughs> I know, <laughs> but it makes you feel good.
3: Absolutely. But the person
1: buying it. I'm so much.
3: into denial. What, what else is new? Uh, little person porn. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
3: Thank you for being honest about that. Not a lot of people are honest about that, but yeah. I, I think that that's you know, not- why
1: I haven't searched it. So, <laughs> you know, maybe that's, there's a reason that's subconscious. I don't know. It's more, it makes it more circus like and trivial. Right. Me. Yeah. The so- I, you know. But you're
4: not afraid of little people or anything.
1: Oh, I'm not afraid of little yeah. people, you know, but because they're at their uh, their movements are more compact. So it feels a little more jerky to me. So that's why I wouldn't want to see that.
3: <laughs> right. It's true.
1: Right. Germs. I'm- oh, yes.
3: Saying a new word out loud for the first time.
1: <laughs> no.
3: The idea that you might be the only person in your friend group who doesn't understand the movie you just saw.
1: Yeah, sure
3: first dates
1: <laughs>
3: I know Todd you've been married for how long
1: 20 baby
3: 20 years yeah oh wow are you guys doing anything we
1: did it already
3: a little vow renewal
1: um we were going we, I was trying to convince her to get like um we don't have any tattoos but I was we just have like say, a yes. yeah and we kind of have a a family uh, letter thing trj2 it's like a, a license plate on one of our cars and kind of represents the family Todd Rachel Jordan Julia.
3: Oh, yeah. So we have
1: friends who uh, who design, and actually, today I asked her if uh, she'd give us an idea of it. So
3: that's really cool. Yeah.
1: But I got to convince her to do it and where to do it. She do you
3: want know. our listeners to submit tattoo designs to askpleaseadvise at gmail.com?
1: Of tr of the letters trj two sure, yeah sure yeah
3: maybe we we'll, maybe we can do send you a little fifteen dollars iTunes gift card if you come up with tats. I will do that twentieth anniversary tattoo I'll
1: I'll up at the twenty
3: okay cool <laughs> or
1: you know what fifteen iTunes five dollars Red Lobster
3: perfect <laughs> um finding out that you've been suffering from a severe mental illness your entire life
1: <laughs> yeah
3: watching mold grow on nature shows <laughs> yeah what you'll see when you look in the mirror. Yeah. Lena Dunham's success. No. GP.
1: <laughs> GP baby.
3: Uh dancing in public.
1: Do we have that tattoo also designed? GP baby. Yeah. yeah. GP,
3: baby. <laughs> what was that one? Uh dancing in public. Yeah. Really?
1: I I I I have rhythm and I always thought like oh, I, yeah. I have like Tell a us I more. Have, no, shut up. I, I have <laughs> I have like, you know, I feel like I, you know, I have the a flow of a song. And actually, in like eighth grade, I won a dance contest with Amy Schwartz, Uh-oh. and it was it was a big. I, for
4: a second, I thought you were gonna say Amy Schumer. <laughs> I was like, not Amy right. Schumer.
1: Yeah, I was like I'm oh, not, she doesn't need this story to dominate now. <laughs> Plague the, her life. <laughs> she, uh, and we won like a dance, like one of those where it's couples dancing, and I'm it's totally like every little thing she does okay, is magic, like in the whole '80s it. dance. Yeah, and 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 it, it pretty much. The more dramatic you did the same move, the better dancer you were. Right. right? Yes. And, and we were the last to be tapped and we uh, won the dance contest. But when I, once I saw myself on uh, video <laughs> dancing, <That's right. laughs> I stopped dancing, cold dancing. I'm like, uh, that's what I look like when I'm dancing? Because I'm tall. I'm long. I've got long arms. I'm like, no, it stops. And it's literally stopped since then. I have not danced.
3: Were uh, you and Amy just like... Killing it, like what? How Amy hard had were this
1: you? big blonde hair. I mean, how it was like a work? show. Okay. It was like a frickin' show. You know, I'm wearing the skinny leather tie and a, you oh know upper God. east side kind of stuff, pop collar. U.S.? <laughs> you know, the polo with the skinny tie. Oh, that's man. that was next. That's probably back now. Did I think you have that... like
4: a rat tail or like no, some sort of...
1: no, 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 no.
3: Todd's some very mullet. classy. Wait, what Michael Jackson video were you in?
1: Oh, that's, I was in. Wait, Bat-
4: what?
1: Uh, I started out doing commercials as a kid in New York, and um, I was, my talent engineer was Shuler Talent. It was Emmanuel Lewis's agency at the time, and Michael Jackson did the bad video in New York, and it was an 18-minute Black and white film yeah, it was attached like a short to film. right. Martin Scorsese directed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get called in. I was called in as an extra, like 50 preppy kids, right? It was uh-huh. like
4: black and white. And I, then it
1: right. Oh, so okay. I saw him setting up, and I uh pretty much I'm in a scene where he's on the train, and I throw popcorn down his shirt. He's like, "Stop it! Stop it! Leave me alone!" He's like, "You're my best friend on the train." And then we kind of dissolve Ooh. out, and then it's like, "Yo,
4: Lisa, I'm gonna Lisa. have to find it and screen cap no. it." Oh, it's there. It's, it's there. You're it's my like, best friend on the train. It's, it's literally. It's, no. oh, I love it.
1: I think. That was his internal dialogue. That's oh,
4: like, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he plays like a very moody like guy in, the, in that short. <laughs>
1: yeah. and, and that's because he probably never experienced that. So someone has to give him that to actually laugh. <laughs> yeah. So I threw popcorn down his shirt in the bad video. Michael,
3: the pretend you, you have yeah, it was uh, awesome. You have friends. And that on this train, that one's your best one.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love trains. Michael.
3: Right. Oh. Most <laughs> of his emotion was coming off the train. You're so right. <laughs> Singing in public? No. Uh, you love it?
1: I think I'm good and i not good, but I love it.
3: What's your karaoke song?
1: Love on the Rocks.
3: Oh, shit. First
1: they say they want you. He how they really need you. That's all I got. That's a really good one. See, I suck, but I love singing. I
4: think we guys, guys, I think we need to go to karaoke together. Yeah, I know.
1: Dimple's closed. I've never did that.
3: It's gonna be. Where's Mr. Belding hanging? Dennis, I
1: saw him. Yeah. Yeah, that's his spot. Yeah, he's. I saw him at the House of Blues the other uh, last week. He's
3: posted up at the House of Blues. They're about to close
1: too. Yeah, I think it's August seventh.
3: Is he like an LA curse man? It's like yeah, (laughs) Mr. Belding goes somewhere and then they close two weeks later. Step away, Dennis. Oh, Dennis. (laughs) uh missing out on events slash parties no having to go to events slash parties yes that you're a fraud
1: <laughs> you're a fraud fucker
3: <laughs> i know <laughs> trust me i not no no that no one ever romantically love you if your face got burned off with acid
1: <laughs> yes <laughs>
3: right yeah mispronouncing someone's name every time you see them and never being corrected
1: uh, <laughs> yeah
3: spending a week in times square
1: no <laughs> oh yeah, now, yes. Yeah. Fucking Disney it's Universal now.
3: Uh contracting an STD. Oh yeah. <laughs> what if you just like randomly found out tomorrow you had an STD? I'm like,
1: who is raping me? <laughs> right. well, I'm getting roofied now.
4: That's so real. Not that's real. so dark. Like, But that that's, does happen to people, it's man. It's not that your wife was cheating on you. Is that someone raped you? Those, <laughs> uh, conclusion I'm you in a to.
1: demographic now where there's the divorced cougar milf moms living off the alimony and they go to the, to the bars and they are working hard.
3: Because you live in Margaritaville.
1: Oh, horrible. it's horrible.
3: He yeah. does. Todd lives in Margaritaville. I, I,
1: I, we did, it is pretty much Margaritaville. <laughs>
3: it's, he lives in a place in L.A. that's, I guess, what is it? It's, it's East it's, or west of Santa Monica?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's not, the you ocean, live in the ocean, ocean, correct? I do. I'm a merman.
4: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's up past Calabasas, and uh, it's not even in the San Fernando Valley. When
4: you go into the ocean as a merman, are you a top half merman or a bottom half merman?
3: You
1: know, it depends on my mood. Mm-hmm. we can we can control that yeah. yeah Oh,
3: okay So blindly reaching into a bag of jelly beans and putting one in your mouth without looking at it
1: <laughs> yeah
3: going through tsa oh yeah I, me too a lot of people don't say it's such anxiety like
1: that's yeah. half the reason i don't like to travel right i don't want to deal with the masses and, and then and then you get the feeling when you're past it right you're like All right. Let's look at magazines now. See, I get to a place where I feel
3: like everything is going to be full of drugs. (gasps) Everything. Sorry.
1: It was before all this stuff, but when I was flying back. I went to school in Boston, and I... Put a bag through. there. like, oh, you "Excuse By
3: me. all this stuff, you mean nine eleven, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Thank
1: you. See. Yeah. All, right. all this stuff. It's more like you know, all this stuff. Tajay Greenwald, all this stuff tour. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, but I put, I put a, I put a bag through, and they go, "There's a knife in there." Like, there's not a fucking knife in there. I do not, I don't have a knife. And sure enough, in the bottom of the bag is a knife. Oh this God. Is, this is the uh, equivalent of like contracting an STD, but not having you
3: know. Right.
1: But
4: wait, so where did the knife come from? My brother,
1: it was he he had put it in there. He was I didn't even know he had a knife. It was it was set up to be a movie of the week. But but it was pre-9/11, so it was just like, all right, man, I'm watching you. But we you gotta,
3: it's basically like broke down palace for you kind of with Claire Danes and that other one. What's that? Uh it's like they went to like some Asian place and they had like Coke <laughs> in their bag. <laughs>
1: that, yeah, that, I'm I'm I have a fear of I can't even watch of just being arrested in foreign countries. Are you kidding me? I
3: cannot. What? No, I know. And That's then, by driving then, through for like through Mexico scares the fuck out of me. It
1: should. You should why are you driving through Mexico?
3: I've never, but I All want right. to. Like I really am like, oh maybe I want to go to TJ, get some pills, and like <laughs> 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 then I'm gonna just get really nervous. That's Charlie Murphy, by the way, barking in the background. Up, Charles. Um, needles.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: What's in tap water? Yep. Spending a month or more with your family and only your family.
1: My immediate family. Whatever you. N- no, no.
3: Sunday nights.
1: <laughs> yes.
3: That why? you? Why?
1: Uh, because there's a big uh, void, like in, in nothingness, happening. You know, it's just Monday's coming. There's there's tension in Sunday. You
3: can't get buck, but you still technically don't have a project. It's right. not Monday. You can't like tackle Sunday no. night. No, you can't. I agree. Yeah. I, that's why I love Monday mornings because it's like, Sunday like Sunday, to do something with this.
1: Yeah, but Sunday feels like pre-race jitters. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. just made that up. And I got to open true. my
3: seltzer, seltzer
1: break. That's good stuff.
3: Love it. It's the crayon rasp. Not normally my flavor, but I went for it. Yeah. Yes. A little bit of a seltzer moment. That's I wish a lot I had of
1: questions. I can't believe we're it. We're not done yet, hon. Holy
3: that shit. you have bad body odor or breath and no one knows how to tell you.
1: Yes, that's my fear. But I
3: yeah. You're very cleanly.
1: I'm very clean. Like I I gotta be clean.
3: You're hygienic, my friend.
1: Oh, it's all about the teeth. Clean teeth, it starts at the mouth.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Commitment. No. Becoming homeless.
1: Yeah. Change? Yes.
3: Accidentally falling in love with a stripper or sex worker? <laughs> no. Vomiting? Y- no. Bugs?
1: <laughs> no.
3: Being fisted? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exceptionally good-looking people? No. The dentist? No. Death? Yes. Knowing what your hot dogs actually made of?
1: I ha- I was uh, I had a I had a last night holy shit i'm gonna be die one day moment just lying in bed
3: just because you were like i don't know what the fuck i eat
1: <laughs> not too
3: oh no that's oh you that was about not, death uh, yeah, that wasn't about death. the hot dog no, oh okay sorry it's about <laughs> that no okay sorry but knowing what your hot dog's made of
1: i mean we grew up in new york I you know, yeah I now, it's
3: like dirty water totally who yeah. knows what's in it
1: yeah so no,
3: but I also have no interest in knowing what it's made of. No,
1: no, no. There's been no reported deaths from uh, sabrettes from New York, so I'm, I'll keep going.
3: Okay, but yeah, but I don't want to know what it's made no. of.
1: I don't want to know.
4: Okay, like I, would- I don't think I would be turned off by mm-hmm. it if I knew what was in it.
3: Look, it's a denial thing. Like, I'll eat that shit so happily, but I need yeah. to be in complete denial about the status of its cleanliness and it, and origins as well.
1: But you know what makes you feel better if you put a lot of mustard, sauerkraut, and onions. So that's the majority of what you're eating. Yeah. So the fact that the, this, you don't know what the hell it is, it's not the main part of the dog. It's really just bread, sauerkraut, mustard, and onions, which is delicious anyway. Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Crying in public. Uh, no, you cry in public, Todd.
1: I don't cry in public, but I re- I remember once, like with with uh, my wife, but it was like in college. Like there was some like big fight, and it was like oh. drunk, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I forgot what it was.
4: Wait, so you've been with
3: your wife since college? Yeah. Oh. They met at Emerson in Boston. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Represent. Yeah, cool city. Three
1: basketball baby.
3: Uh, being with a girl who's crying in public.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah.
3: Being arrested for a murder that you didn't commit.
1: Oh yes, yes. Heights. Not not when I was little, but now I'm scared of heights.
3: Yeah, the idea that your enemy might be right about you. That who? Your worst enemy. No, no. Birds. No. All right, and that's it. Wow. That's it. Do you fear that? So we know you really well. You're a pretty. You're kind of a fratty cat. Really? I, I mean, look. We've started to get more open males on the show, but there's a lot of men that come on here and just blow through that thing like it ain't no thing. Right. And I have to tell you, they're just not being honest with themselves.
1: Who isn't? they? they uh, the guys that
3: come on here and are like, no, I'm not afraid of anything. Like, it's just, no, you're, yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, you fucking are. You yeah. would shit yourself if you were arrested for a murder you didn't commit. Holy shit. Yeah. Like you're not really conceptualizing how terrible prison would be, which is weird because I think of men as very visual creatures. So I get confused when I'm like – No, like when I say that to you, you don't immediately go to like the panic of your family having to hire amazing legal counsel for you. And like the fact that people go to jail every day for murders they didn't commit. Right. I mean, and and, oh, by the way, everyone's innocent once you're in there. Like, who are these people that have such great faith in the American legal system? That's my real question.
1: Pizza. Let's ask this guy.
3: Charlie's so psyched. All right, enough about prison because obviously that's a deep, dark running theme of this podcast. Is just my deep fear about prison, Me too. and not really interested in perpetuating that. I mean, I I am. I just will go on about it for twenty minutes each podcast. What did
1: you think about those uh, guys that escaped? How crazy was that?
3: I mean, that story is insane. First I would have fought all. that chick to get out of jail.
1: That is a am- that. <laughs> It's a straight up movie. I mean, someone's already got the rights to that. Somehow. Oh yeah, it's gonna
3: be like Bradley Cooper and like. <laughs> it, do you think it's gonna be like Will Ferrell and Bradley oh my, Cooper? I would
1: love that take on it. I would love the take on the fucking. On the do you think idiot. Charlize
3: will tackle the prison guard though? Do you think it'll be like about her?
1: Oh yeah, tough as shit, Charlize.
3: Uh, uh yeah, Oscar oh, number two for that. She'll just like real uglies it up.
1: Oh, 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 that's crazy.
4: She already did like a prison. She got her prison Oscar. She needs to do something. So yeah, she's too pretty for that
3: role. I'm thinking Reese Witherspoon then. Really like you know.
1: Apparently, I haven't met her, but she's <laughs> short, right? Reese Witherspoon sorry, Reese. or the
3: prison guard? Yeah, Reese Witherspoon is like five Oh yeah, I
1: saw her in that movie with uh, Melissa McCarthy.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: Feeny's movie. Oh, um,
3: anyway, you guys. So we're gonna do. Please advise. This is where we answer questions from people. Exciting. What did no, you say? That's, that's insane. exciting. You know what? Oh, I, I, I you know what? Insane. I love
1: this because we have something to do and you and we have to and you just get into it.
3: We're not just freestyling? Like no, daughter no. It's good. It's a good your... balance
1: of things. I like
3: it. Can you reveal what happen, what's going on in your ankle?
1: What about my ankle? <laughs>
3: what's going on? There's a flirty design on your ankle for summer. What's happening?
1: Yeah, that's my uh, 15-year-old daughter who's very arts and craftsy, uh, Julia. Julia Molly. She's on Instagram. Check her out. I try, she's not on Facebook. Like I said, just keep your stuff off the internet.
4: Right. She, how old is she? 15? 15. And yeah. she's,
1: she's not into that whole, she's in this level where girls are still kind of being normal and girls are being bitches.
4: Yeah, oh, Facebook right. would be it, I mean you there's some serious bullying that can go on on Facebook, so it's probably probably better off she better probably off to needs to watch
3: Cyberbully starring Emily Osmond, the <laughs> made for TV ABC family movie. It's oh. on it's available on Netflix, and you should probably put that on. Just put it on for her and oh. say, I didn't want you to sit down. And and Because she tries to kill herself with a bottle of aspirin because she uh mm-hmm. someone passed around a
4: like a topless pic of her or something.
1: Really? Yeah, sure. don't sure. make it. Or the
4: they taste. like photoshop those things, yeah. You know? Yeah.
3: Right. Kids are fucked, man. We right. are. Let's do please advise.
4: Hey, Miles. It's Maria.
2: Um, I had kind of a random question for you that I thought you might be able to help me with. Oh, background info. I am 25, live in Chicago. Um, so My question is about my boyfriend. He's an aspiring stand-up comedian. Very, very new at things. Uh, I think he's only... Performed their open mics maybe like four times, but the situation is that he hasn't invited me to watch him yet because he says that several of his jokes are about me, and I have a pretty good sense of humor about myself. I think he's very funny. He's told me a lot of his jokes, and, you know, they're kind of off-color, but generally I find them really funny, so I'm wondering if, I guess, two things. Should I be worried about what he's saying about me in his stand-up routine? And then two, did I push him to let me come to the next time he performs and watch him so I can kind of see what it's all about? So I really appreciate your input. I'm sure you've dated guys who are comedians or performers or similar things, so just let me know what you think in small Bye.
3: Girl, he's probably like telling people your snatch smells like expired Greek yogurt or something and like being completely unfunny and gross. And like he sounds really stupid to me because he sounds unintelligent is really what I'm getting from this is because... There's no reason why you should be so scathing about your own girlfriend and your comedies that unless you are so fucking desperate for material, in which case, guess what? You probably shouldn't be a comedian. It should be flowing out of you and it should have nothing to do with hurting the people you love. He's not funny. He's not going to make it. You're wasting your time with a loser. Dump his ass. You're 25. You're probably hot. Chicago's a great city.
1: Uh, preach. Uh, yeah.
3: Girl Dump power.
1: Him. GP.
3: What do you think, babe?
1: Yeah. I mean, come on. Is that the uh, the hardest thing to put together? Is like, do not come to see me perform because I'm talking some serious shit about you. Or he's doing jokes that only one girl is laughing at every week in the front and he goes, hangs out with her after.
3: And like, is he saying this shit? Because I'm sure it's like he's doing bringer shows and stuff and he has to uh-huh. bring his friends. So right. this guy's probably doing this material, uh, this right. awful material about you in front of his friends you're or right. coworkers or whoever the fuck his mother. Like... Who
4: knows?
1: Like, his routine has to be online, or, like, don't they, like, put not, not always.
4: Like, it's probably, like, you know. If it's an open mic, she was saying that he does a lot of open mics, or he's done a couple open mics in New York City, they well, probably you, don't put it up.
1: Oh Well, if you have mutual friends, fucking ask them. You saw him perform, what do you say?
3: He sounds like a troll status. Like, I would just dump him. No,
1: yeah, that's, that's not a relationship. That's like
4: she didn't yeah. ask if she should dump him though she just asked should she ask I don't give go? a fuck if that's what
3: she asked And yeah. she called please device she wants to know my opinion I'm telling her that this guy sounds like a fucking clown yeah. and then she should dump him and I'm like not in a good way not a clown in a good way like you cannot you should not be like making jokes about your girlfriend to the extent that it's so bad <laughs> that if she were to hear it there she would be fundamentally upset with the content. And I'm sure he knows. And I also don't like that she's like, a lot of his jokes are kind of off color. She doesn't think he's funny. Like, she thinks he's funny, but she doesn't actually think he's funny. I bet if they broke up, she would realize she doesn't actually think he's that funny.
1: You're 100% on right now. The truth. That's
3: right. Yeah. I'm preaching.
1: You are preaching.
3: Preach, sister. Like, I'm just (laughs) saying people are so funny when you're dating them. And then when you're not dating them, you're like, wasn't funny.
4: was that funny? Um, she asked you if you had dated any comedians. Had, I've dated had mostly done,
3: comedians. Yeah, but
4: have, have they ever done material about you?
3: I don't fucking know.
4: Oh, I do know this, though. I do know some guy who was
3: not a comedian went to a storytelling show and How's told that? a story that I had already used in my stand-up and on my blog and, and at other storytelling shows. He turned around and used a story that I had already told in public forums.
1: Fighting your shit
3: uh, from his point of view, and I'm like, first of all, no one gives a fuck about you. Like you're nobody. He's like, some it was some like executive person. You nobody. Like no one's like coming out to hear your story. Too like why now? Like why it was it was years after. Like what are you? Why are you so obsessed with me by Mariah Carey? Like I couldn't even handle it. <laughs> Like, it just was, it, it was whack. And by the way, it was kind of my story to tell. So, whatever. Anyway, um, uh, no. I, to my knowledge, you know, I've never dated guys that have said mean things about me. But I think that most people know that I can, I'll just, like, run circles around them. So, not to fuck with me. All right. Next call.
2: Hey, guys. I have a question. I'm really bad at smoking weed. And I'm wondering what is the best way to go about finding out how, what kind of weed smoker you are and you don't lose your shit, which happens to me.
4: Sort of a double. He doesn't know how to ask the question that he really wants to ask, which it's, is it's, like he's
3: inexperienced in the arena, which makes sense.
4: But also, I think he's kind of asking what strain he should have to Todd Malibu dream, Malibu dream, Malibu dream, Girl <laughs> Scout cookies.
1: Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know. those. Uh, you know, there's indica and there's sativa, right?
3: Yeah, and uh Indi- If you're a rookie, satives.
1: That's the one that gives you, you know, uh, it's giggly.
3: In- it's light.
1: Yeah, it's light. It doesn't um impair you physically. It's the- a
3: it's a head high, right? Yeah. Oh no, it's a yeah. I think yeah. they say,
1: and the other one they call couch lock. Yeah, or you just melt and you just can't move that's just if you want to sleep
3: to my understanding if you want to sleep you want to get the indica drops and that'll Ooh. just put you out just
4: like
1: yeah one I mean, little squirt that's like, that, like melatonin but take the indica drops right do yeah.
4: both strains give you like munchies Uh,
3: I think it all depends on your thing. I mean, I don't get munchies really anymore because I saw Carney Wilson on Oprah. (laughs) He said
4: this. I know.
3: I'll say it again because it's really fucking important to know. I saw Carney Wilson on Oprah and she said that she got fat because like she just started getting stoned and binge eating. And I
1: I, I bet. I I mean, I felt bad for her because I saw the Allstate commercial and literally it was like. A tree had fallen on her car, and she's tucked into an Allstate person. And every shot, all you saw was waist up, and the tree blocked her. And I'm like, oh, I, I it was obvious. I mean, it's obvious to me. I it's look for been that shit. such
3: a long road for her too. No, it's
1: a battle for people. I feel, I feel horrible. It
3: really is sad. I mean, like it's like Valerie Bertinelli. She's always kind of like she kept. She's been keeping it around the same, like you know, thirty pound window for a while. She's right. good, but Carney has fluctuated in a way that that is so emotional for a person. And and yeah, I can. Oprah similarly same deal where it's just you know that is really tough to and like the, be taken off a hundred pounds every couple of years.
1: It's your fight, everyone has a fight, I true feel. you that's know, a cross I, to bear, yeah, and uh Molly, lives.
4: do you have a preference? Do you have a strain preference or? anything? I'm
3: into all the way because I need to really you know i my tolerance is high as hell, uh, but that's just for all things, like I have a pretty high tolerance for almost all things, so um. Except alcohol, really. That more affects me. But with weed, pills, et cetera, milligrams got to be high as fuck, man. (laughs) You need
1: need a tolerance break. Tolerance break. Stop everything. Stop it.
3: Right. True. But, you know, here's the
1: thing. So to answer his question, though, it's. Oh <laughs> yeah, no! But look at me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? No, bring it back because we often do that. Please. Oh, do you? Yeah, no. and I love you bringing it back. Usually, love I'm the one <laughs> that brings it back. But yes, please bring it back.
1: No, no, but isn't it when I think you just have to do? You just have to do one small hit first. See how you feel. Give it 20 minutes. Nah, give it 10 minutes.
3: Right, and also it's a experimental process, and we're dealing with if you're dealing with. Legal California weed. Yeah, it is really different. Every strain is very different. Every experience is very different, and every person's chemistry with everything is very different. And um, I've seen people smoke indica's and go way up. Wow. Uh, I've seen people smoke sativas and like fall asleep. So it really is just all—it's about your chemistry and your experience. Exactly. I would try a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people I know right now are really into the gummy bears. Wow. That's where it's at. That's kind of actually gummy bears. Are so edibles of, over
4: smoking is what you're saying.
3: For some people, it's a better start. And it's like if you just eat one gummy, you can more control with like something like a gummy bear how you much can. you're ingesting. That's smart. And they label it all at the dispensary. So you understand like how much is in each piece of candy or whatever right. you're eating. I way prefer candy, dude.
1: I haven't done candy.
3: Yeah? No. As opposed to like eating a cookie or something.
1: Yeah. I guess it's just the, is it oil that they put in? So that's it's a the the, butter.
4: They make it with like butter.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, that's not even smoking. That's just eating. It's like taking a Valium or a Tylenol, right? Technically.
4: Uh,
3: sure. A Valium right. or a Tylenol. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I want both of those hey, right producer. now. <laughs> no, but uh, for real though uh it's just yeah you just gotta experiment dude but like legalize it uh also you don't have to smoke weed if that's if that's how about that no. how yeah. about you don't have to smoke but don't, weed don't let one don't bad like
1: experience it. turn you off to it because like you were saying i think there's a lot of other ones that do it some people i think I always hear i always get panicky
3: or living in you know 2015 What's 2015. That? That's nuts. And I think that at this point where we're at, there's so much evidence that this is such a, a healthier alternative to all the different other sorts of ways you can get fucked up. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, you know, I mean, it does really have great medicinal purposes. It it's does, especially re-
1: for seizures. Apparently, there's a big uh, seizure movement with the. Oils that really are documented. Yeah. It's
3: a miracle plant, my dudes. Yes, it is. Yeah, I think is. it's the
4: next major legal battle that we're gonna see now that like gay marriage is absolutely.
3: Legal.
1: Well, politics. I, I hate talking about politics, but that's gonna. They're gonna start talking about. Obama's that.
3: like a super known stoner. Like you know he's gonna take that on personally once he is out.
1: <laughs> he's gonna Schwarzenegger and he's like I'm out, but. <laughs>
3: You know that. there's fucking unwrapped paper clips all over the Oval Office, just <laughs> like fucking clips. resin in the carpet. You know that eagle has like all sorts of <laughs> resin and shit and no, it's but flo-
1: he's got the roach clips with the feathers.
4: Oh he
3: totally does, <laughs> man. Obama got- totally has some like fucking so like Cousins from Hawaii like flew in with all this like custom made weed shit. You know he's smoking out of like a wooden bowl, and Michelle and him (laughs) smoke a wooden bowl before they fuck.
1: Oh my god! I I always imagine like sex in the White House. Like, what's up with that? Like, is like is there like one section where they're not being watched? (laughs) Maybe they're they're into it. The Lincoln Bedroom,
3: dude. Isn't that the famous, like, you got to fuck in the Lincoln Bedroom. Everyone knows that. Like, (laughs) you got to be friends with the president. That's what all the friends,
4: that's why you want to be friends with the president. So you can be like, can I sleep over?
1: I think it would be just cool.
4: That's (laughs) why you want to be friends with the president for a sleepover. Yeah. That's why. That's all. I want a presidential sleepover so hard, dude. I would roll up with my
3: sleeping bag and snacks. I'd bring, like, a. Fucking canvas tote with graham
4: crackers and stuff. You'd be like, what's and up, and
3: Malia? T- yeah, yeah. Malia Obama is my style twin. We have so many similar tank tops. <laughs> I, I, I see like Malia now. Obama matching me, and like one tank top I had, I thought was like super adults and like, cause it had like almost like a bondage moment. But on that 11 year old little girl, it just looked like black stripes.
1: I'm impressed how not in the media they are, which I, mean, I love that. I mean, yeah. they're not on my radar at all, yeah. ever.
3: I love them. They're yeah. growing up to be two fun, sassy young girls. They sassed it the fuck up at that turkey day thing last year. Did you see that? <laughs> no. Love it. Wouldn't you be doing the same thing? Yeah. Hate your family you're still a on teenager. things. Yes. You hate your family on holidays. Yeah.
1: You're it's your teenager it and that's your family.
4: They're yeah. teenagers and they have to be in front of cameras all the time just to do those PR things, just to pretend that yeah. you know. I mean, I saw
3: first daughter starring Katie Holmes, and I'm just gonna say Who's the best friend in that? No idea. <laughs>
4: I think it was like
3: Nope. No clue. <laughs> um, okay. Well, anyways, uh, I think we pretty much have helped you as much as possible, stone wannabe stoner guy. Yeah. Um, let's take our next call.
1: Hit it, don't quit it.
2: Hey Malls, this is Lauren from St. Louis. I just left a really embarrassing mess up voicemail, so you can ignore that. Uh anyways, I've been struggling recently on how to handle people who are really, really nice, but at the same time, really, really annoying. Like those kind of people who just talk about um, like the most mundane, uninteresting shit in the world, uh, but they are like super kind and thoughtful. Uh, I work with a guy like this, and I'm just wondering if you guys have any advice on how I can deal with him and not go crazy. So um, thanks, and I hope you guys have a great day.
3: Todd, what's your take on this, friend?
1: People are annoying, and... It- Is your first mission in life to cut all annoying people out of your life? Really, that's what it's about.
3: Yeah, but that's that is annoying when someone brings nothing to the table except like, oh my god, like uh, talking to you. I really would rather, like, I would really rather systematically pluck every hair out of my skull than speak for to you for one more minute. I have nothing to say to you, and you've talked to people like this before, I'm sure, where it's like you're just hitting a brick wall, and you really, but they're like nice like they bring cookies for the office and in in this case it's a work person and I have to say I do not handle situations like this well because to your point I like to get people if they're if someone annoys me I just I don't want to deal with them I don't want to deal with them because one I don't I know something about myself which is that I don't really have the ability to maintain a niceness with that person and so I just don't I give myself permission to not have to make that person feel worse than ultimately they're going to anyway. Right, and nothing personal. Right, nothing personal. (laughs) No. Not everyone is meant to get along. In the past, there have been times where I have been so dismissive of a person who is annoying to me that I have wound up feeling incredibly guilty about it upon recognizing all their acts of kindness Mm -hmm. and felt like that's a really disturbing behavior of mine to be so peeved with a person and so just like no because I get it like sometimes just you don't want to deal with someone
1: you don't and you don't try to find a remedy how to make it tolerable because that's going to build up it's going to be done and you've wasted all that time
3: but there's a way to keep it brief I had to get out of a situation with someone I ran into the other night, and I just was like brevity, 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 man. This is what this is the game I'm playing, like, and that was it. And it was just, but it was bad. And like, I, I, they, from the second it, the encounter happened to the to the moment it was over, I was like, fuck, 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 escape, escape, escape. But um, but I did feel good that I wasn't, that I was kind to this person, right, and that I. Left them with the feeling that they desired, as opposed to making you know
1: doing what you naturally wanted to do,
3: which was be like, "All right, we'll have a good night," and then lie about where my friends were meeting. Right?
1: Me. Uh, you but- know, I'm you not know, very much the same way, but you know, the, the fact that the effort was there, I think, is good. Right? To have you know engaged, been nice, and but still kept it brief. You know, you can't just cut people off. People though will get to a point. Where I've given them enough clues. I've even said that this said annoying thing. I don't, I'm just being vague. And then they just ignore it and it gets – they just ignore you. And right. and they'll continue to do whatever is annoying. And then I think that when you just got to cut someone off at that point, it's like, dude. And
3: this also might sound a little bit sociopathic, but you never know like who you should have been nice to. You know what I mean? Do you ever look back and think like, you know what? I gave that person like a rough go. Right. Like I was unnecessarily difficult for that person to deal with and mm-hmm. now I see something in them that I didn't see in them before and I wish that I had handled it with more kindness or not been so intolerant.
1: Well, that I think that experience was so your next experience would be better.
3: That's real. You're right. Wow, Todd. Fuck yeah, man.
1: <laughs> That's how I would look at that shit.
3: Oh, shit.
1: Come on now.
3: Everything happens for a reason. Girl power. (laughs) Is
1: that that is You know, I hate that saying, but I guess that is what I'm saying.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Okay, boo thangs. This is a segment. You are appreciated. You are appreciated. You are appreciated. Here's our comment of the week. It's from KDB. Is me. Long for Wednesday. Five stars. Thanks, girl. You know. I've gotten into this podcast world, but none made me laugh out loud. Quite please advise. Malls, you might be my spirit animal. Do you have one yet in Indy? Keep up the good work and know that you've made Hump Day the most enjoyable day of the week. And know that I'm already judging myself for saying hump day. I don't judge you, Katie B. I love hump day. Hump day. You guys, you can have your comment right on the show. Um, you know, keep it flav flavorful. I did I did survey three comments and chose that one. So Katie B, you won. Um, And give us five stars, leave a cool cool review, give you a shout out on the show. Maybe leave your Twitter handle as your name if you want to maybe get some Twitter followers from this. I don't know. What gets you off? All right. So as we always do when there is an actor on the show, Todd is an actor. He was in a staples commercial. We're gonna link to that on our Twitter and Tumblr.
1: And I think the Fox Super Bowl one's better, but we'll put both. Okay, we'll do both. I just need them to be to bookmark them so I could see them quickly.
3: But you're kind of famous as an actor. No, as well as the bad video. Which the bad video, great. yeah.
1: No fame, but just really a cool moment.
3: No one ever recognized you from the Staples commercial.
1: No, they, yeah. they, people say I look like Bob Saget, but he's kind of kind of got away. So Vince Vaughn and Gary Sinise, strangely. Mm. Those are my doppelgangers.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay, Molly. Who do people say you look like? Uh, one time I was on ecstasy and I followed a gay man home from a club and he made me look at all these old pictures of BB Newworth and said so I looked like a young BB Newworth. I can see that. Yeah.
1: That's she's an amazing fierce. story. Mm-hmm,
4: thank you. <laughs> I love BB Newworth. He didn't
3: know I was on ecstasy and he called me the next day to do arts and crafts with him and
1: oh my he God. said that he was
3: sorry he made a comment about my lazy eye and I told him that it didn't even matter because I was on ecstasy and he was like, what? And then he didn't really, like, continue to invite me to crafts, so...
1: Are you kidding? This is the best thing I've ever heard.
3: Yeah, his name is Jay. All right, so Todd's going to read our letter. Uh, oh, I can't, I can't read it. Because you have <laughs> – <Are you laughs> Oh, Todd has pizza melt. melt. Sorry. I can't even – All right. All right, finish your pizza. It's okay. We're just going to – It's okay. So I was at Booty LA that night. That's where I met Jay. And I was with Ed. BB Newworth is the only one you've gotten though? Uh, Once at a dinner party, someone told me Sarah Gilbert, and I got really upset.
4: Darlene from Roseanne. <laughs> I, I, that's who I thought it was, but I thought, you know, you would have appreciated the Roseanne reference. I love Darlene. I don't want to look like her.
1: I don't think I'm going to be exciting reading it. Okay. I'm going to be, I sound like Todd, a Todd, are you in
4: your
3: head? Let's go. Let's
1: Dude, <laughs> this is a long letter. Like, uh, you know, I feel like I have to be...
3: Uh, okay, Christina's going to read the letter. Sorry. All right. Cause Todd just like completely quit. I
1: didn't quit. I just don't want to read the letter. Hi, malls. Already better than I would have done.
4: <laughs> I'm a single... Hi, Mom. <laughs> I'm a single lady, 25, living in Chicago, straight. I love how our listeners are starting to give like 25 Chicago straight off top
3: stats. Well, I said the other day, I said, I want to start having um, if you have a uh, sexual preference and it's relevant to your question, include that
4: as well. Yeah, no, it is important. Okay, back to the letter. My issues deals with a guy in my life. Classic mid-20s bullshit. You feel I'm currently at a standstill relationship, she put that in quotes, with a male friend, Dave, quotes, (laughs) who is a classic emotionally unavailable guy. Dave is in my improv group with me. He lives across the street from me. We hang out all the time. We go to grocery shopping together, see shows, smoke weed, have long talks, (laughs) occasionally hold hands, make very emotionally charged prolonged eye contact. We've never, ever done anything else. He refers to me as his best friend. Complete strangers always assume we're dating or fucking. I've, I've had multiple people say, to, say this to me. We clearly give off a couple-y vibe. The only catch is that he has another girl he's actually fucking. He claims to not want a girlfriend. Direct quote, I'm a great lover, but a terrible boyfriend. So blanket slash girlfriend with no benefits. <laughs> and honestly, I'd really like some benefits. So my issue is I don't want to be someone's second choice, but I honestly feel very connected to him. How can I co- reconcile these feelings? If he actually wanted to be with me, he would be with me, right? Am I confusing sl- drama slash excitement for deep connection? Any advice? Thanks, girl. Yeah, I mean, pretty
3: much. Yeah. 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 It's okay, but you're his emotional girlfriend, but he doesn't want to fuck you, and that's okay, but it's, yeah, if a guy wants to fuck you, especially if he's already, I mean, if this guy was, like, sterile or, like, he wasn't (laughs) fucking anyone, I would say, like, all right, then it seems like maybe he likes you, but he doesn't know how to make the move. He might be that guy, which is not necessarily attractive at the age of 25, but sure. Right. But the fact that he's already sleeping with someone else actively and just using you as an emotional security blanket sort of thing, not cool.
1: Yeah, that's an important lesson I think kids need to learn is that emotional connection versus the physical connection. How to separate it. He loves me. He kisses me. He hugs me. He makes me feel good. Well, all right. That way. How else does he make you feel If
3: it makes you feel any better, uh, he obviously cares about you more than this other girl. Yes. However, he is getting the most out of you. He's basically getting everything he can get out of you and you are getting nothing back except a lot of questions and this like false sense of security which you know is false. So therefore it's not it's no sense of security at all. Like you're really getting nothing back except for a lot of a lot more questions. And that's not
1: Yeah, I mean, people like that tend to maybe give you hope just to keep you around, right? But oh, I think yeah. at the end of the day they just He's good with it, you dude, know?
3: I have totally been someone's emotional girlfriend for like two years once I was like someone's emotional girlfriend, and I was like convinced that even though we were not dating and that could not have been vocalized to me more times right I was like well we're date like but we're dating though because we hung uh-huh. out all the time and like we would like snuggle on his couch and like hang out and we had dated for a while and like once in a while we would hook up but like it wouldn't be that big of a deal but I was just an emotional security blanket for this guy. And I knew it and I loved it because that's what I wanted at that time in my life. I just wanted something that was very like high stakes with low energy sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just I don't I don't um yeah, I I, she, I think you're gonna get hurt, and you're too young to be doing this to yourself because you're 25, girl. Like,
1: yeah. if it didn't happen, you gotta, this is what you need to learn. If it didn't happen, it's not gonna happen because a guy wants to go up with you, they'll think will make it known pretty quickly, right? Right. Uh, so you're not gonna get the benefits there. You just got to realize that, and can you get the benefits with someone, but not being deeply emotionally connected to them? Some people right. do that. Some people just get connected to the physical stuff.
4: I think it's interesting because we get a lot of calls on the pod from girls who are like friend zoning guys, but this is the complete reverse, like where a girl's getting friend zoned. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you almost never hear about it, but it happens.
3: Yeah, because here's the thing is like if, you know, as we always say, a woman, a woman will always give more and like you're basically just offering up to this guy your services as like an emotional doll. Like, you're just like his little, like, he just carries you around and you're there for him. And you probably don't on him when you guys are together, which is why people think you're a couple. And he probably dotes on you, too. But it's so low stakes for him because he knows, like, he's not, he's not having sex with you. So you guys haven't signed that invisible emotional contract where he has some sort of responsibility for your feelings. Right. He has no responsibility for your feelings other than he just, like, you, you know, you're his friend You that uh, he's a little too
4: close to. Yeah,
1: It's a common theme. You
4: know, it would be interesting to see like how their dynamic would change once she started dating someone. Right. Right. Then. And by the way, these guys or even go on a date, like just throw out there that you're going on a date. Totally. See what his reaction is. See what his reaction
3: is. But by the way, you're not going to date someone to the point that you make him jealous because again, like he's not going to become jealous If anything. He'll just try to sabotage you being in a new relationship because then there goes his like BFF. So, I mean, guys, like yeah, guys who around. are selfish like he, that or selfish like that. Like, he's not going to date you. He's just not going to let you date anyone else.
1: Yeah, no, he wants you around. It's not like he's not interested in you. He's very interested in you. But it's exactly what you're giving him right now. That's it. Yep. Shout out to uh, Allison Packard. She has this uh, parody called Emotional Sugar Daddy.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's smart.
1: Allison Packard. That's one of her most popular videos. I like Allison look it oh, up she, on youtube
3: how, how do you know her
1: from uh, emerson college
3: oh that's fun yeah alum. alum alum all right next call
1: all right so
2: i've got a wife um we've been married for about two years uh we recently bought a brand new car and uh in the process of buying a new car i sold my old car uh now, basically the car, the new car was supposed to be for whoever was uh, had our child for the day or whatever the case may be, but there's plenty of times when I don't get to drive the new car, so I was wondering how I could approach this. Thank you very much.
3: Okay. So about six inches below your belly button, <laughs> there's a tiny cave. <laughs> Reach up inside that tiny cave and pull your dick out because it's inside of you. Your dick has crawled back inside of your body. And so I would start there. So you're telling him to
4: man up essentially. <laughs> Fuck yes. But what, but what <laughs> if
1: the fucking new car is like this, like a station wagon? Their second car is like a two-foot lifted Bronco. Well, maybe that's why she's driving the new car because the other car is a pain in the ass to drive the kid around in.
3: No, but he's saying that some days he has the kid and she still drives the new car. Oh. And so he's like, basically, like, I thought we were going to kind of do a thing where the baby rides around in the safe new car. Oh, yeah, yeah. But she's just co opted this vehicle that now, but you know what?
1: Reach deep for that.
3: I know a lot of married (laughs) couples. I know a lot of married couples. (laughs) Where, I mean, I had to say, like, the wife kind of expects a new car. Yeah,
1: I mean, <laughs> I think you would expect it as a family. I mean, as what you could afford, just the safest for the kid. How
3: do you guys not have a convo about that at any point during the purchasing of a new vehicle? Which, by the way, is such a big fucking deal. Big deal. Like, <laughs> full-blown, like, yeah. Yeah. Full-blown diarrhea at the dealership, big deal.
1: Yeah, I got it down. I could I could lock it in pretty good now I bought a lot of cars in my day my fucking day Jesus.
3: I don't know dude what do, what do you think what would you say if your wife was like just I got an this- I
1: personally need to know what the vehicles are to make it to make it really tr- <laughs> I
4: feel like that that's so funny if that, that affects your decision it like, does is it a you uti- it doesn't matter he just wants to be able to drive it
1: well are you being a little dick he would
4: about like it? the option no it sounds to me
3: honestly like his wife is being an inconsiderate cunt yeah no other no other word for it. Yeah, probably. And just being like, well, I think I'm like, do you want to t- I think I'm gonna take the new car today? Right. Do you want to take the old car? No, I think I'm gonna take the new <laughs> car. That's what I'm getting. Yeah.
1: If the car was purchased about the kid and you got the kid, you better get the damn new car.
3: Just tell her the truth, which is honestly, I hope that the reason why you want to drive the new car is just not not just because it's a new car, but because this is the vehicle you're supposed to be transporting your child in, hopefully because it's a safe vehicle. And I would say to her, like, look, like, I think we should just install. And by the way, you should just keep this like this car seat installed. You should go to the fire department and have them show you how to install it properly. And That's you should not lame. take that fucking thing out.
1: I think you could learn how to do it yourself.
3: No, they do say that with when you get a new if you're a first time parent really? or yeah, that you should bring it to the fire department because every model is different. And just just to see because God forbid anything happened and yeah. they have to do that. All
1: right. I'm just saying. I will not dispute it.
3: Todd, if this was your wife, you had your kids in the nineties. You we just did, probably and, threw them on the dashboard. Yeah,
1: with the with the, uh, the hula girl and Jesus.
4: If this was your wife, what, how would you bring up this conversation?
1: You know, I think the theme of uh, this episode needs everyone needs to speak the fuck up. But you raise know, your voice, girl. Yeah, be heard. Be heard. Girl power. GP. GP. Yeah, but you know there's a a a way to do it and you know you could you could say I I'm, I'm going to be a character now. Like what character should I be this person? That's why I didn't want to read the letter because I would have been like and I'm 25. Like that's mine. <laughs>
4: Maybe that's how I should have read it.
1: Sorry. No, it was good. Um <laughs> thanks for the validation, right? Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think if it's for the car, because it's safe for the kid to have it be in that car, it's a no brainer. If it's more of a even deal with the cars, still speak up and say, "Give me the damn car." It's a long way of saying just give me the car. Can we stop this?
3: No, yeah. I mean we can stop. Yeah. We're done for the day.
1: Okay. No, no. no yeah. All
3: right, um, you guys. That was episode fifty of please advise. My guest is slowly falling apart. The wheels have come off.
1: I'm tired. You guys I rode my bike 35 miles today.
3: I know you did. You love that mountain life. I love the mountain life. We're gonna let you head back to Margaritaville. Thank you. Um, but you guys call us 323-450-7408. Email, askpleaseadvise at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. I guess we're there too. We're on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash pleaseadvise. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes, please. Even if you listen to us on SoundCloud, just subscribe to us. So we have that number. And then when I'm going for my cashew money, I, can, I have a <laughs> authority. Gosh. All right. Um, you guys, uh, if you want to have your review on iTunes right on the show, leave five stars, write something kind of fun, kind of quirky, kind of you. Whatever it is, girl power. Todd, JB. you are Todd Jay Greenwald. I'm sorry
1: for uh, cracking there for a second.
3: On Instagram, no, I loved it. It's okay. We've had we've all had a long week.
1: Me talking for that long on one.
3: Well, Molly you know, has to do it for another episode. That's so.
1: amazing. I'm I'm amazed at your concentration. Well, varies. I don't work
3: out, so I have a lot of energy. You know, I do all the energy that I have that would have been probably on a 35 mile bike ride, and just it's me talking. Yeah. Um, all right. Todd, you it are Todd awesome. J you're, I mean, you're amazing. You're the you're best. You're the boss. No, really.
1: I'm glad to have met you, and Me I, I think we're gonna kick ass.
3: How did yeah, you guys we're meet. take over Hollywood? Alvines. Alvina set it up. So, my friend, plug your SoSh.
1: Yeah, I'm not on it a lot for some reason.
3: By uh, Todd J. Greenwald, we will also tweet you. I tweet about him. You'll see it on our Twitter. Yeah, I'll be.
1: I've stopped the SoSh because all of my SoSh are underage um, girls from Brazil who love wizards.
3: That's that's good. Yeah. And you should buy Wizards of Waverly Place on DVDs so Todd can mm-hmm. get that money.
1: DVDs are little discs where you can put movies on
3: stay it. paid, iTunes, buy them wherever, and of course write to NBC and ask them to ring back City
1: Guys. Oh, City Guys, say by the bell, hang time, and California <laughs> Dreams. Did you write on California Dreams? Yes, I did. Okay, Surf see now dudes you've been buried attitude.
3: Kinda, kinda grooving. grooving. Laid back to yeah. the oh. yeah, best.
1: Oh, Scott White. Oh, that that's City Guys. I grew too. up with
3: all
4: of those shows.
3: Those are Do all you Saturday fucking buried shows. the lead you never mentioned california dreams
4: once.
1: sorry that was the sh- that was actually my favorite of those shows embarrassing
4: i love it it was like it was city so guys good. and then like you know when soul train came on that it was over so,
1: oh look at you yeah
4: <laughs> but, but we, you know what l- though? W- it was W-P-X.
1: W-P-X? it was l- it was l train though yeah. l train and it was yeah p-i-x yeah P I X. sorry
4: that was a New York
3: moment. But why did the girl <laughs> have to play a tambourine? Why can't guys ever play the tambourine? Play the tambourine. The blonde girl. But she had a great voice. Moon shaped tambourine. Kelly. Kelly. I just
1: saw her recently. Yeah. She looks great.
3: Oh, good. She is. What's her yeah. name? What's her name? Kelly. What? Packard. Kelly Packard. Yeah. Shout out to we Kelly. We should Packard. have her on the pod. Let's have Kelly on the pod. I'm sure everyone has questions for. It. Just write in with your questions for Kelly Packard, and we'll get her in that way. Yes, we would. Kelly, we've been collecting questions for you
4: for unsolicited yes. quite some time. All right, you guys. We gotta ca- tap into that California Dreamins. fandom i know
1: hey we got i know them all on every one of those shows you can have a straight up nbc team let's do a panel a panel yeah i swear to god they're city guys
3: for real all right guys till next week fucking losers bye